time now for the Rural News with Sally Murphy in Ōtautahi. Kia ora Sally and a forestry hub at Field Days is helping to bridge the gap between the sector and traditional farmers. Kia ora Mani, it is. It's the first time the Mystery Creek Ag event has had a forestry hub. 35 organisations have come together under one tent to show farmers the innovations being made in forestry and the gains they can make by having trees on their farm. The farming sector has been vocal this year about its concerns that too much productive land is being converted into pine forests for carbon credits. Forest Growers Researchers at the Field Days Hub. Spokesperson Paul Adams says lots of curious farmers have come through for a look. He says there's been some great discussions. Farmers as land managers, like, like foresters are, farmers you know, should appreciate the value of trees on their property, and I, and I think many of them do, but, but there are a lot that don't seem to understand how, how the two can coexist and the benefits of having both trees and uh, agricultural crops and livestock. But there's certainly a huge opportunity for much better integration of, of, the, of all those systems. Paul Adams says the Forestry Hub is also showcasing some clever innovations such as wooden surfboards and bicycles. To other news, a rising quantity of luxury Italian leather products such as gloves, handbags and upholstery in Ferraris are starting their journey on New Zealand farms. The Meat Industry Association says exports of cattle hides in October increased by 110% compared to the same month last year. Its chief executive, Surma Karapiva, says the exports were worth $19.5 million the highest monthly value in more than four years. We've seen a significant uplift in demand for our skins and pelts. You know, New Zealand skins are well known for the high quality product, which goes into the leather, you know, leather goods, uh, handbags, shoes, upholstery, including upholstery for luxury vehicles. Italy is, is the home of all that, and uh, they're certainly looking to, to New Zealand to source some of that high-quality pelts and, and skins. Miss Carapiva puts the increase down to pent-up demand, with factories back up and running after COVID lockdowns. Now things are starting to get back up to um, normal production levels, and so perhaps they're looking to catch up with some back orders that they may not have been able to process um, and service uh, over the last 24 months or so. Whatever is happening, it's good news for us, because it shows that we are seeking to optimise the value of each animal that comes through our plants and extract not only the value from the red meat but also from the co-products including the pelts and the skins. Sue McCarapiva from the Meat Industry Association. People living in some of the most remote places in the country can now apply for government funding to set up broadband and cell coverage for the first time. Announced last month, the Remote Users Scheme will extend existing networks, but those still without coverage after this has been completed can apply for a $2,000 grant to set up a suitable broadband solution. Rural Support Trust Chair Neil Baitup says being connected to, th- to others is more important than ever, so anyone with poor coverage should apply for the funding. Connectivity in a lot of the rural areas, even not very far from cities, is, is, is actually poor. And um, yeah, we need these resources to be able to um, yeah, run our businesses, um, do our banking. Um, there's even farms now who are using their phones to move their cows. They don't have fences on the farm. They use halter to move their cows around the farm. And in areas where there's no connectivity, that's, that's not an option. 
That's Neil Baitup from the Rural Support Trust. Time now to get the latest from the sale yards around the country. I spoke to our regular guest, Suze Bremner from AgriHQ, a little earlier today. Hi, Suze. What's been happening this week? Well, we are on the slippery slope towards Christmas now that we've hit December. Around the country, it looks like the store cattle markets will finish on a solid note as more buyers are coming out of the woodwork thanks to that amazing grass growth that we're having. And at the moment, there's no threat of drought before the new year. So dairy beef wean affairs have continued over the last few weeks and yesterday fielding Taranaki and Frankton were all in on the action. Demand is wavering as orders fill up, but prices have continued to actually track better than last year. So at Fielding and Frankton, Frisian bulls averaged $495 and at Taranaki they averaged $470. Dairy beef bull numbers were highest at Frankton and Taranaki and they averaged out at $560 to $570. And how's the lamb market faring? Well, that good growth has actually also had a positive influence on the store lamb market. And at Masterton on Wednesday there were around 4,000 lambs offered. The market was solid enough and at top and the top blackface mix sex sold for 102 to 110 dollars and top Romney crypt orchids were 98 to 107 dollars. The lighter lines were trading around 50 to 85 dollars. There's not a lot of lambs trading at, at most of the other yards at the moment but the on-farm lamb sales have continued in the South Island and for the most part the prices are around five dollars stronger than the agents expected. That's Suze Bremner from AgriHQ ending the rural news for this week. Koirati Purongo o te taifenua.